Welcome to Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink. It's a podcast about comics, games, sci-fi, horror, pop culture, music, movies, and a few surprises. I'm your host, DK. And I'm Chris. I'll improve if I feel you like it. You should improve, I think. Well, if you feel like it. Well, only if I feel like it. Uh, you can follow us on all the uh, social medias, the normal things. Uh, you, you know where to look. On the internet. And we'll let you know at the end. Yeah. You'll have to earn those, though. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. You'll have to wait till we're done. Correct. So, what's been up? <sighs> Big news of the day. Yeah. Uh, sad news to a degree. Yeah. But it's unfinished yet. Nobody knows exactly. Everybody's speculating. But the supposed loss of Spider-Man to the MCU. Yeah. Which is, seems odd. I mean, the end of Spider-Man Far From Home spoilers... There's that big reveal that sets up the future of the MCU. Yeah, so I, I'm thinking this is just a power play by Sony because yeah. I think contractually I read somewhere actually from a, a um, like a uh, movie source out of Hollywood that they're still contractually um, supposed to have two more mm. with him in it. Well, Tom Holland for sure. Yes, when Tom Holland is yes, Spider-Man. That's true. So, But what impact will it have on the MCU? And it, will it matter? Uh, to be honest, and, and that's, I'm fine with just some Spider-Man movies. He doesn't have to set up the new thing. He doesn't have to be the whatever. The only problem I see is they've been, no matter what they've been saying with like, you know, Captain Marvel is going to head this, Spider-Man is going to head this new era with mm-hmm. Iron Man, well, Captain the, America. That was like I kept hearing, he's the new Iron Man. He's yeah. The new, and now it's just like, well, sorry. Eh, well, yeah. See you later. So, Sony just, change. Sony just can't do Spider-Man 3. No, they just have a problem with it. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be like Venom two or Venom three. We'll have Spider Man. They're it'll gonna have their own Spider Verse, right? I Which mean, I'm I'm okay with. The brand is strong enough for that Spider Man on his own. I. The only problem is, will Sony be able to do as good of a job? In theory, sure. I mean, in theory, anyone in could. Theory, yes. But look at some of the previous Spider Mans, as good as they were. Mm-hmm. They didn't make the kind of money that the two that were done by Not the Disney Amazing did. Spider-Mans. No, those were. Those I mean, didn't do. yeah, no. The, I mean, I don't even think both of those combined made as much as. I don't know. The last Far From Home. I don't have those numbers in front of yeah. me, but it feels right. But I mean, that you know, <laughs> I mean, I know Sam Raimi had a huge following, and I yeah. love those movies. And I love Sam Raimi. I mean, you know, let's kiss, be honest. Kiss. We all had like our apprehensions when Tobey Maguire was picked to be Peter Parker, but I think he's fine. Oh yeah. But, uh, but so I think we're weird. kind of kind of on the razor's edge right now. I mean, it could go one way and it could go the other. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's that's the biggest news. Uh, also, crazy. huge news uh, on Friday, they um, are going to have the Mandalorian trailer. Yeah, the real deal. And D twenty three, not just the stolen footage that I watched. Yeah, exactly. I think there's going to be a lot of stuff comes out in this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have we'll have that whole report next time. Yes, but uh, we're we're anticipating with bated breath. Oh, Mandalorian's number one. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> I mean that's the first thing. As soon as that that kicks on in November, I I'm first day gonna yes. gonna yes. binge that. Oh, <laughs> yes, very excited. So, uh, what else we got? Well, you saw a movie that you wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um. It is uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. All right, no spoilers. No spoilers. Because I ain't seen it yet. You have not seen it yet. Good movie. Yes. Um, I, it, classic Del Toro type characters. Mm -hmm. Is there an autopsy scene? 
Oh my god! Well, he didn't direct it, so no, he didn't direct it. He just produced it. No, there, there, there does play take place one of the things in a uh, a psych hospital. Okay. So, but the characters themselves really have that Del Toro feel. Okay. I would consider it a slightly scarier version of a Goosebumps movie. Okay. I liked it. I'm not going to say that I didn't like it. But it's it's a kids or teen horror movie. Right. I remember this book when I was a a kid that scared the shit out of me. Uh, Same. And my grandma gave it to me when I was like seven. Thanks, grandma. And yeah, exactly. I'm not nightmares for, for the next week. nightmares for years. Yeah, I, um, my cousin had it in a room, and I didn't know what it was. I just picked it up. Oh yeah, and, and I, I mean the, the cover alone was scary. Uh, yes, <laughs> I remember that old Vincent Price esque art. You know, oh, the, the the old school long characters, deformed. You know, yeah, mouth shaped. The art is yeah. incredible. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, good movie. You'll like it, yeah. But don't go in thinking it's the next great horror. No, no, film. it's. I understand it's a kids thing. At least I thought. So I would say it's like a, a step above a kids. Yeah. I mean, I the age that I would take somebody to go see a Goosebumps movie would have to be a little bit higher to go see this movie. Right, right. This feels like a maybe twelve to 15. twelve up. Yeah, oh, yeah. that kind of. That would be perfect for Kind of good preteen. Yeah. I want to take Zora, but I know it's too much. A little bit too much yeah, now. I'm sure. Um, some of the jump scares and some of the visuals yeah. are pretty scary. I mean, some pretty... Of the, I've seen some in the trailers. It looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, a couple of the characters. Like I said, most of the characters have that. And, and you, when you see it, you know, we'll talk about it when you see it yeah, next yeah. time. Um, really have that Del Toro. Even ones that aren't monsters, per se. Yeah. There's a couple other characters, Ghost and Stuff. Ghost and Stuff. Ghost and Stuff. That's a song. Yeah. Um, better than Ghost in the Shell. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> anyway, go on. Anyway. Um, really have that kind of Del Toro feel. Okay. So. I love that. I want Del Toro. More yes. Del Toro. Yes. And definitely one of the... Um, had a couple previews on the movie. The Lighthouse movie. We've talked yeah, about we've this. We've talked about it. We need to see it. We're going to have to see it together. Yeah. Because I want to get that reaction of us right That'll next to fun. each other. Yep. You know, of because it really has that. I've seen a couple other trailers that aren't like the mainstream trailer. It has that almost Alfred Hitchcock, sure. yet Session 9 kind of feel. Right. That you don't really know exactly what's going on. And at the end, it's going to be this huge. Something. Rug pulled out from underneath you kind of. You hope so. Yes. Yes, and, and and really, like I said, it has almost if you look at it, and especially with the whole lighthouse aspect, it almost has a, a Lovecraftian feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm really curious on where this goes because even the even the other trailers that I've seen really haven't given too much information right on what the yeah hell it looks is going good on. it looks great I haven't like done much research because I just want to be delighted hopefully right so. Yeah, and, fingers and, crossed. And the whole black and white aspect just mm-hmm. makes it that much creepier. I'm a big fan. Especially with the lighting that you've even seen in the trailer. Yes, it does make so. sense. It makes perfect sense. Oh, yeah. Down. So. I'm down. You're down. I'm, let's go. Let's go now. <laughs> Bow chicken wild down. Yes. So, I guess speaking of movies, uh, unless you have any more news. I've got no more news. We did a little discussion about some top favorite film scores and film soundtracks yes and we have some lists to share we do have some lists now we're going cold 
We're going cold. I I have not shared this with you. I, and I have not shared it with you. And you'll need to tell me your reasonings and things, and I'll give you mine as oh, well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, But we thought this would be fun. We're always talking about movies, and um, music is also important to us, and we thought it would be pretty cool if we did some discussion about these. I was surprised by my list. I surprised me with my list. I had a hard time narrowing it down. Uh, to I, top, I mean, because there's really a lot of them I can go 1A, 1B, 1A, yeah, yeah, 1, yeah. 1, 1B, 1C. Sure. You know, um, I know my list. Um, I've kind of tried to, when I when I broke it down, I mean, because let's be honest, most of us for a movie score could have John Williams all top five. Sure. You know, with maybe one Danny Elfman stuck in. Right. Um, you could. You could. So I tried to break it up by different composers. Um, so mine's going to be a little bit different. Did you go by how? How did you? How did you do? Did you go by what you think is like objectively the best, or did you go by personal favorite, or did you? I go, went by personal favorite. Okay. I mean that's a lot of times, and a score, in my opinion, it's one that makes you feel the movie. That's what I'm talking about. And that's that's kind of what I went on. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you can argue, you know, night and day on what the best one is. It was a Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> Just saying. Okay, we'll pass. It was all right. One. I saw the driving. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't great. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I get I get what you're saying, and I agree. I did mine in a similar way. I picked things that I listened to a lot as a kid, or that I thought were most influential on me now. Or when I want to when I go to listen to a film score, what do I often listen to? And same with the soundtrack. I was gonna say I I did absolutely the same thing with the soundtrack. With my soundtracks, on the list, I couldn't believe what I wrote down. And I had to shave a couple things off, but the things that I wrote down, I'm like, what? And I, they're not things I necessarily would listen to now, but I have so much. I listened to so many times, I couldn't ignore them. And and partially with mine is one. A lot of times I'll I'll listen to those songs, mm-hmm. you know, even now. Yep. But I also kind of with the soundtrack wise, the movie isn't the same without, without the it. soundtrack. I agree. So yeah. and I did that as well. I think the soundtrack for me was harder. Because there were so many movies that I wanted. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And there were a lot of soundtracks that like have one good song, but then the rest are kind of garbage. So it's like easy to not pick them, even though you want that one song. So I think both of our lists will surprise each other. Yeah, unless we get a whole top ten like the last time. (laughs) (laughs) That was fun. Speaking of which, have you seen Aquaman or Wonder Woman yet? Yeah, I haven't had time. Or uh, Shazam? I, I haven't seen. I've seen Wonder Woman. I oh, have not right. seen Shazam. It was Shazam and no, Aquaman. No, I haven't seen those yet. I will. I really will. Uh, I may have some time in the next week, so I may. Okay. I'll be in so, a hotel. So. so all of our listeners, uh, send DK a message and get his ass going. <laughs> all right. Okay. What do you want to start with? All right. Well, let's start with soundtracks. All right. I wrote mine on all analog. On the you analog. You want to start with soundtracks, really? Oh, yeah. Okay, no, actually, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, let's start with soundtracks. I agree with that. Okay. And we'll go back and forth. And you do me, the first one, okay. and then I'll do but, the one, and then I'll do the second one, and then you do the second And I didn't, I should have clarified this with you, but like, how do, how do you feel about musicals being on this list for soundtracks? Do those count as soundtracks? Because, spoilers, I might have a musical on here. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's it's an integral part of the movie. Yes. So, I mean, I didn't... There you're, was one I could have... You're too cool for musicals. I get it. No, no. no oh, no, I mean, fine. I, no, so we'll I, move on. Hey, Greatest Showman was a good movie. Yeah. I mean, I completely historically inaccurate, but, you know, it was a good movie. Hey, Wolverine doesn't sing. That's weird. Hey, yes, he does. Okay. <laughs> hey, he's got a one-man show that's been selling out all over. Hmm. Wolverine sings. Wolverine sings. Yeah. Oh, boy. He tries to play a guitar with his claws and just snaps all the strings well, and gets that, mad. <laughs> let's not not have him play drums, though. No. 
Okay. All right. Well, okay. I'll, I'll start first with my number five pick of soundtracks. Okay. Now, this is just, if I'm going to listen to one, I'll pull this one out a lot. Don't judge me. It's Tim Burton's Corpse Bride. Okay. Love it. It's romantic. It's dark. Just like me. Uh, it's got. We'll some... take your word on the fir- yeah, on please. the first part of it. <laughs> it's got some great songs. It's got a it's got a Danny Elfman track on it. Right. Oh, oh, several, I think. Um, fun songs, but also great music. So like it, it it kind of runs between soundtrack and 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 score. Right. But it is more of a soundtrack because there's a lot of songs. Right. So I know that's not exactly what we were going for, but no, I couldn't I mean, ignore that's, it. No, I mean, that's... A, Could not know, ignore it. No. I love that one. Absolutely. Okay, mine. Number five, Platoon. Oh, okay. Love that soundtrack. Yeah. I mean... The movie's not the same without it. Exactly no, what it's you were not saying. No, it's not. You know, Jefferson Airplane yeah. and those... You know, that era of music. It's so well-defined. It, it's so well-defined. And this actually, me putting this on the soundtrack changed my score list... Really? Because I was like, it's so hard to have one and, and and have this other one on there. But we'll get into that. Okay. All right. So, Platoon. That's a great choice. So, I didn't pick it, I mean, but that's a great choice. Yeah. All right. Okay. My well, number four, because we'll go back oh, and okay, we'll, yeah. we'll snake it. Okay. We'll snake it. Okay. My number four, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Okay. That's also a great choice. You know, I mean... The songs that are in there played so well with the scenes, but they—they're at I mean, odds. They're at odds with it, but it somehow really works. I mean, that's the, the whole fun of it. Cherry bomb, you know, yes. when they're changing, you know, in the costumes, spirit in the sky, yep. you know, all those, all those songs, and it played with Quills. It's all how about he his, focused on. It ties into his psyche exactly, and I think that played a huge part that's, in the movie. It's actually quite important to the story, right? But I mean, if you think about it, the whole tape thing, I mean, that, it really is that important to the yeah. story. It would not be the same without it. And I mean, and, and I picked one because of the songs. Mm-hmm. I like the songs in one better than two. Sure. But that whole music aspect tying into the movie yep. has gone through both both films. And the, the hysterical thing is, they, and I think I might have referenced this before, but when the, in Endgame, when you see him dancing around on that planet without the music yeah. it's so funny yeah and, and it just shows you how well it works in guardians of the galaxy right look how dumb it looks without it yeah exactly that's funny yeah that's a good <laughs> choice that's a great choice all right you're all right. number four okay again this i think our lists are going to differ greatly <laughs> um i went with number four freddie versus jason <laughs> so okay it's a bunch of like new metal and like probably like some hardcore from the time right um I went to see Freddy vs. Jason in the theater. It was the first Freddy slash Jason movie I was old enough to see in the theater. Oh, okay. So for me, it was a huge deal. And I wanted everything I could get out of these. Uh, it had some great songs. It had it introduced me to Kill Switch Engage. There was a Kill Switch Engage song on right. there. When Darkness Falls. Yeah. Um, Typo Negative is on there. That uh, I would have to say it was one of the better huge. horror soundtrack. It's great. It's got In Flames, a band I loved forever until recently, and they really suck now, but hey, <laughs> fix it, Randers. Just fix it. Um, yeah, that that soundtrack, I had a bunch of stuff oh, yeah. that I really was into, and I just I played it so many times. And they're in the movie, like, those tracks are, it's one of those where it's they're in the movie for 30 seconds on a radio, right? and you can not even hear them, but yeah. The, yeah, that movie's not the same for me without them, and it really defines the time, too. 
Yeah, for me. when that movie came out, yes. I mean that's kind of the, that was kind of the era of, the, of yep. the music that really was exactly right. You know, mainstream. Yep. And I love Freddy vs. Jason. Not a not a great movie, but I love it. It's always you know it's always good to have those movies that they're not always great. Jason on fire in it. a cornfield. <laughs> Shut up. There's nothing better. Anyway, that's mine. Number four. So straight down to my number three. In a similar fashion, The Crow. Okay. That's just a, another. That is huge, a phenomenal yes, soundtrack. It's another huge one for me. Yes, and you know all the songs on that, and and that is a soundtrack that those songs set the moods of the scene. Oh yeah. I mean. Oh yeah. It, there's not many movies that you know an actual soundtrack. Is used and is it used works. And it, and, and it sets a mood. Remember my problem with Hellboy. Part of it was the horrible soundtrack that made right. no sense that they just yeah. stuck these just songs over the scenes and it was metal garbage. Song, yeah. But this this really works. And it's so of the time. Oh, yeah. It's perfect. It fits the visuals perfectly. It couldn't be better. I wore out that tape. Yep, yep, yep. I had it on tape. I had yes, it on I'm tape as well. <laughs> I had it on tape. And I had the yeah. movie on VHS, of course. Yeah. Uh, I think I still have it somewhere over there. Do you? Yeah. The Cure is the, the I love that song. I've ripped it off in a few of my own. Uh, that Nine Inch Nails song. Yep. Oh, there's a Stone Temple Pilots on yes. there. It's great. So yeah. Yeah, that I think that's one of Stone Temple Pilots' most iconic songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, just not radio playing as much, but I a think it's bit. just it, it wasn't nearly as much as oh, you know a, Vaseline or has anything it else. Acoustic but, guitar in the beginning. Oh, I know. <laughs> I love it. So With yes, number three is the crow. Okay, my number three, Stand by Me. Okay, that works. It's it's another one. You know, it's got like the platters and mm-hmm. you know that old forties, fifties, yep. you know era, or well, more fifties and sixties music. But I mean that a lot of that old Motown and sure. that old you know like grassroots was a little bit stuff in it. Sure. And I think it set up the movie so well. It fits perfectly. So they're going for that tone, and that's what it is, and it's perfect. And a lot of my soundtracks are that way. The ones that I picked already that you've picked. Yeah. they're clearly that. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, that's a my good number two, and this was hard for me to, between number two and number one. Okay. All right. You know how much I'm a fan of Queen? I do. Highlander soundtrack. Oh, okay. So. All right. I mean, just simple fact that Queen is one of my favorite bands. Sure. You know, um, it, it was perfect for the time. Yep. I mean, and that, uh, you know, it, it had the melancholy. Sure. It had it the it driving. Yeah, 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 and I mean. It's so good of a soundtrack that matches with the movie. They've had a lot of talks about re rebooting that. If Islander they don't in have general? Highlander, the, the actual original Highlander movie, that'd be sweet. If they don't use the Queen soundtrack, I will not go see it. Well, they'll have to do something. They'll have to use a modern something. I mean, even if they have other artists do those songs, you want, you want them to use the same songs, but maybe new versions. But don't get too far. <laughs> don't stray too far now. Don't stray too far. <laughs> don't stay out too late. Yeah. Okay. So, that's and, interesting. And that's my number two. Okay. That's a great choice. I haven't seen that in forever. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, my number two. Again, I, I'm sure we won't share this. I, I would be amazed if we did. But this one was so important to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Queen of the Damned. The okay. Soundtrack. Very good. And, very, and was, uh, very, very good. goth. Yeah. And I was a goth person. I'm oh, a recovering yeah. goth person. I'll admit it. <laughs> I shaved my head to look like the drummer. 
Oh Jesus! I shaved my head, and everyone's like, "Is he sick?" No, I was. It was. <laughs> I want to look like the drummer from this movie. He's the drummer. I think he's the actual drummer on the tracks, but they put him in the movie as well. Right. I, I can't confirm that, but I think that's true. Someone told me that. So <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. It's you one of those shave legends. your head, and people think you should be in part of a telethon. Something, yes. So uh, that that had so the songs were all written. Well, not all of them, but a handful of them were written by Jonathan Davis from Corn, who I right. I loved that band at the time. Uh, they were huge for me. And uh, I was like, I can't believe they get all these new corn songs, but they're different. They're like even more creepy and they're gothy right. and they're, he's talking about being a vampire and I just, it just connects with my soul, man. <laughs> I'm wearing my trip jeans with the chains on them and wearing makeup and, you know, fingernail polish and I did it all. Well, the okay. ignorance of youth. Well, you know, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it now. No, yeah. Can't wear that to work. No, no, no. Uh, so that, but the cool thing is you got. In the movie, you got the Jonathan Davis. He sings the versions. On the soundtrack, you get these popular artists at the time. So there's one that's sung by Chester Bennington from Winnie oh, yeah. Park. There's one that's sung by the guy from Disturbed, David. There's one that's Marilyn Manson. There's one that's the Orgy guy. There's there's a there's a several. Oh, I mean, it was, it was so you, some great. You get two versions of each song, on that. and uh, also some of the great songs. Like there's a Static X song. There's a, a straight up. There was a Disturbed song. I was a big fan back then. Not anymore. It's okay. But yes. That album was so important. I stayed home from school like two days in a row to watch the movie and listen to the soundtrack. <laughs> I just, I, I, for some reason, it like took control of me. Hey. So yes, Queen of the Damned was very important to me. Good, good. Not the greatest movie. Well, on rewatch okay. as an adult, it's like, why did I love this so much? Yeah, but I, I think it was the music that you loved more than it the must movie have been. Itself. But that's that's a testament to how good the soundtrack is. So yeah. All right, drum roll. Your number one. You ready for this? Well, let's hear it. All right. Drum roll. Number one. Probably surprising no one. Nightmare Before Christmas. I had to have it. I I, I completely understand. Come on. No. The list all leads to that. Yeah. Now, is this what you considered your musical? Yes. I mean, okay. Course Bride, halfway. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of a musical, but... Sort yeah. of, yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas is straight up... It's a musical. Yeah. And it's amazing. Danny Elfman singing the songs, composing the songs... I mean, people still, you know, are gaga over that movie yes. today. Yes. I mean, I love it. I, yeah. I, you know, it's fantastic. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's a real classic. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I, I, I've heard there's an album of covers of this. I mean, there's tons of covers. Yes, there are, and some of them are fine, but there's nothing BC original. I mean, there's a. I know Marilyn Manson mm-hmm. does one of the songs. I can't stand it. I hate it. <laughs> Look, here, here's how you do a Marilyn Manson of any song. You just. Take the words and have them go. In this town, we go home. <laughs> Just have him talk like that over anything. Oh, I know. Any song you want. That's pretty much everything That's that he it. does. Yep. So okay. yeah, you can't deny it. That no. one is my number one. Okay, my number one. Yeah, you want a drum roll? Sure. Okay, here we go. You've already spoken about this. Oh hell! It's the crow. Are you serious? Yes. There we go. My number one. I'm surprised we had even one overlap. I, I'm kind of surprised too. I, uh, Honestly, Nightmare Nightmare Before Christmas mm-hmm. almost made the list. Yeah, but it I have was, a couple honorable mentions. On I was just saying that you, you it, it's definitely first. one of my honorable mentions. But uh, yeah, no, I mean that it that was right in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. You know, that was literally like I want to say my junior senior year in high oh, school when that, that movie that's, came okay, out. Okay, you're talking to my Queen of the Damned right now. Yeah, so I mean, and it's all those iconic. I mean, that movie was so iconic. I mean, just because of the backstory of oh, what happened to Brandon, yeah. yep. you know, and 
they've tried to repeat that movie several times and yeah. it just it's a no-go for me no <sighs> did you stay home from school to listen to it I didn't stay home from school and listen to it. You didn't love it enough. Oh no, no, no. It was in my car. <laughs> minute I got out minute you know, minute I got out of school, it was in my tape deck yeah, in my car. So, so good. Um uh, but yeah, I mean that's That's incredible that we had even one that's I know, that I was, was kinda surprised. Yeah. Well I could I kinda had a feeling when I mentioned it and you kinda were like, Oh <laughs> <laughs> I kinda talked out a little yeah. bit. I didn't want to give too much away on, <laughs> on my number one. So That's awesome. So uh, again I'm gonna just read mine down just in case you care. Number five, Corpse Bride. Number four, Freddy versus Jason. Number three, The Crow. Number two, Queen of the Damned, and number one, Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, and my list was number five, Platoon. Number four, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One, Stand By Me, The Highlander Soundtrack, and The Crow. Perfect. Perfect. Those are both perfect lists. Oh, I know. So honorable mentions. We should. Okay, you said honorable you had mentions. a couple honorable. I have mentions. a couple, and now one. It was so dumb that I had to take it off, but I couldn't ignore it because I listened to it so much as a kid. But the Space Jam soundtrack, it's so stupid. No, it's but, not stupid. But I listened to it. I mean, like I think I had two copies of it. <laughs> okay, now that one. <laughs> I know. I know. Space Jam was one. Uh, the uh, Wild Wild West soundtrack. Featuring the song Wild Wild West by, by Will by Smith. Slick Willie. Mm-hmm. Uh, also the Wayne's World soundtrack. Pretty big. That was actually... That was actually... Yeah. That's one of my honorable mentions. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's great. I I've watched got, that movie so many times. Yeah, I've got, like I said, the Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack mm-hmm. was my honorable mention. Wayne's World was definitely yep. an honorable mention. Um, that's really... Everything else past that was kind of there. a lot. Yeah. Another one I listened to a lot was Austin Powers soundtrack. <laughs> I don't know. I love that movie. Just love that intro. Still holds up. Of course. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, we got to talk about film scores. Film scores. Again, I we may have a little bit of overlap on this, but I feel like I don't know. I really don't know on this one. I, I don't know. I don't know either. This is exciting. I have this feeling we have one. There must be at least one. Maybe two. <laughs> okay. All right. Do you want to start this one? I'll start this one. My number five, Braveheart. Okay. The, okay. Just that um, family heritage, mm-hmm. not on the one side, on the other. Right. Very Irish-Scottish, that whole bagpipe music. And again, my opinion, a score should make you feel the movie. Oh, yeah. And that no definitely was that one. one of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, just hard-hitting, you know, action sequences with the with the music and the the editing was so fantastic sure. of comparing the music, you know, with the movie scenes and just that's my number 5. That's great. That's great. Okay. Well, then my number 5 way different direction. Uh <laughs> John Carpenter's The Fog. Good one. Yes. One I honestly I that one did not come to mind, but yeah. yes, and it, it is a very one of my all-time one. favorites. And that that's the score, the main theme just goes on and on and i don't care like go on forever please yeah. i love it uh but the the score for the whole movie is is awesome it's one of my favorites it's uh very moody fits the setting perfectly the movie i don't know if the movie works without it it doesn't work the same right it's just it's and i wouldn't consider that to be like the scariest movie of all time it's it's a it's like a fun horror movie for me right but it it it, it does not have the same atmosphere in the slightest without that score especially in the final half an hour and it feels yeah and it feels kind of 
almost classical in some ways. Yeah. If that makes sense. And no, it, and, yeah. and that's like the way that movie is made is sort of like an older. It's almost like a fifties. Almost a Hitchcock. Movie. I mean, not the type of movie Hitchcock, but the way Hitchcock played his music in, and gave that feel sure. of. It's important. It's yeah. very important to that. Right. And yeah, it would not work without it. So for me, yeah, number five, The Fog, Adrian okay. Barbeau. <laughs> I'm a fan. Okay. So this time we'll just go back and forth. Okay. Don't confuse. So we don't confuse anybody. All right. All right. My number four, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. And The Ugly. Okay. Great. great I mean, great. iconic music. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Metallica uses this to open their stage uh, show. Yeah. Every time. It makes sense. And it's awesome. Yes. I mean... Who doesn't know that intro? That little piece of I don't know what you I don't know what that piece is called, but I know yeah. And I, I mean, it's, it, it set the stage for a lot of westerns, even yep. modern day westerns, that their score, right? You know, even to have to that where, kind of like even like in a cartoon, they'll they'll like copy that style of music. Right. I don't know where that originally comes from, but like that's a, the one I. I think mean, of. it's honestly it's it's that spaghetti western yep. Italian orchestra style that mm-hmm. they did for for those Clint Eastwood movies you know that really you know now even nowadays they still have oh, these yeah. kind of kind of scores through yeah 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 so it's got that and feel. anytime Metallica has it it is you know it perfectly fits I yeah. totally get it absolutely <laughs> that's a good choice so alright what's your number four number four probably surprising no one Blade Runner so good so good <laughs> You're motioning wildly. I'm motioning wildly. It's so good. Yes, it is good. Um, It had a huge influence on me. I watched that movie. I watched it in high school and I liked it, but it didn't really... I watched it a bunch of times actually as a kid, but right. but to me the music I didn't really notice it until I was older, and I found myself just like I had the soundtrack and just listening to it constantly. I love the synth sound, and you know again with the John Carpenter thing, right? You know the fog isn't much synth. There's a little bit, but it's more piano. But uh, Blade Runner is very synthy, and I love that sound. Probably my one A. Of Rudger Hauer movies, mm. and I had to watch it the day he died. Yeah, After I heard the news, yeah. I watched it. Yeah. I watched some clips. But yeah. I was no, I, was I watched work, the whole so movie. I, I yeah. didn't have time, but uh, yeah, I watched some clips, and so yeah, Blade Runner, huge influence on me. Has old Harrison Ford. Yep, my fave. Yep, uh, gotta have that one in there. It fits so well. Again, the movie's totally different without it. Oh, I mean, and, it's not even close to the same. I mean, when they did the second Blade Runner, yeah, they did not stay with that kind of. Type of feel. You know what's funny? I haven't seen that yet. Well, I know I need to, but I haven't. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. You need to say it so at least you can say you've seen it. Sidebar: Is Universal Soldier in the same universe as Blade Runner? For some reason, I was thinking that when you said <sighs> the second Blade Runner, my first thought was Universal Soldier. Isn't there like a flying cab, and it's like kind of the same? I'm gonna have to Google this. Somebody, yeah. somebody, tell me. I I think that's true. Even if it's just like a canon thing and not that important to the story. Hell, I would almost go with the Fifth Element is more. Well, that yeah, you're right. <laughs> Flying cabs and stuff. Yeah, and the guy's exactly. like, "Good fortune for you." Yeah, I, I never forget <laughs> it. Uh, okay, yeah, but Blade Runner, and it, I, there's a way to do that score wrong, like with the synth soundtrack, right? And it could be so cheesy, but it's not. It's yeah. perfect. You need to take that. No. Oh, okay. All right. We're not having phone calls or anything. <laughs> this is no, the, we're professionals. Exactly. All right. What is your number four? My number. My all right. Number no, my, three. I'm number sorry. three. Number yep, three. Yep. 
Uh, my number three is Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Return of the King. Yes. Okay. Not the other ones. Okay. Return of the King. Okay. Specifically. Um, there's a couple of small songs on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing really. Yeah. Um, but that was, I think, the epitome. It won an Oscar for a reason. Yes. I mean, and, and it just, the culmination of those movies... And, and and reading those books as a kid, I almost heard that mu- you know in my mind when I'm hearing that music, and it's like, yeah, and that's what I was hearing yes. in my mind when I'm reading. Sometimes this. it fits so well, it just fits. Oh, it's so perfect. Yeah, and it's funny that that I think to me that's a mark that it really works because you read that book since you were a kid. Right. If if it didn't feel right, if it was wrong, you would know. Oh yeah. It absolutely. wouldn't it wouldn't register and you'd go, mm, I don't like it wouldn't yeah, something been like, wrong yeah. with that. But it is perfect. Right. It's perfect. I, I agree. Think... All right. You're number fan. three. My number three? Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was gonna happen yeah, at some point. It's number three. I put fellowship, but they're all great. I, yeah. I, I I do love them all, but I find myself turning on Fellowship the most. I love I just there's something so comforting about that little like you're in the Shire and it's like I love that yeah. little right. that little thing and I love um, but I also love there's so much good. I mean, uh, all the scores were were great and and it does have that one little what is the song? May it be? I think it's called it's an Enya song. Is it an Enya? Yes, yeah. Uh, man, That's at the end of that. You want me to cry? Turn that on. <laughs> no, mine is is. Uh, um, It's in in Lord of the or in the Return of the King. Yep. Um, the Annie Lennox song. Oh, I forget what it's called, but yeah, yeah, yeah another one. I will maul like a baby on that one. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, Lord of the Rings. I put Fellowship, but I, I would have accepted any answer in the Lord of the Rings category. <laughs> so I knew it was going to happen at some point. Yes, that's really funny that we did that. But there's nothing. It captures it so well, like you said. I hadn't had much. Uh, Exposure to that kind of music before right. the Lord of the Rings. Well, my parents did listen to Enya weirdly, so I knew Enya, and I was like, "Oh, this actually, I get that. I get why this works." And uh, for me, it it just works perfectly. You can't have that movie without it. No, no. And that's like um, the song in uh, Return of the King, not the not the Annie Lennox one, but honestly, the Billy Boyd. Oh yeah, song. Did he write that? He didn't write it. I mean, he's uh, or he worked with the composer or something. But something yeah, I know like he that. sings it. Yeah, but, he sings it, yeah. and it just. I mean, Beautiful. it's yeah, and the dude's eating those tomatoes, right? <laughs> you know, and it kind of he's singing both that. And you see, you know, um, him sitting there gorging yeah. himself, and then you see the battle and it's cinematic, you know, and it's gold. that flash and and just it's a cinematic genius moment. Yes, that's ten out of ten. I think that was the the peak. Of his directing. Well, it was a peak that somebody was on fire and jumped off of. (laughs) That was a little bit later. Well, it was around. All right. Number two? Number two. Schindler's List. Oh, God. Why? I mean, it's amazing, but why? (laughs) I mean, that's a movie that that soundtrack alone. This is a favorite of yours? I would not want to listen to this. Well, and I explained... It makes you feel emotions. Yes. And I mean, this soundtrack literally, the movie is nowhere near the same. Because the sure. music in the settings, other than, I mean, just watching what's going on. But I mean, it just puts that much of more of a layer that, it, I mean, it literally rips your heart out. Yeah. And points in that movie. Sure. And I don't think it would have as much gravity 
and emotional gravity. Sure. If without it. If it had a zany score. What, well, not what, even a zany why would score, it do that? but just but, nothing. Yes, you know? yes, yes. That movie, whoo. Yes. Yeah, you're, but you're right. It needs that score. It very effective. Yes. Very effective. It and, does its job well. And that's, that's I mean, literally that's why I, I have it so high on there. Because it does that job. Okay. So. All right. And I've also, honestly, I've tried to, like I said, we've talked, the score-wise, you'd have so many of the same composers sure. for scores on a list like that. I tried to kind of separate those a little bit. Right. So that way you have a several different right. different ones that have a, almost a different impact. Sure. I mean, you know, all the ones I think have, have had quite a different impact. Yeah, on. absolutely. Yeah. So, all right, you're number two. That's good. Well, my number two, I feel like I've been a jerk now trying to follow the Holocaust, but uh, <laughs> uh, number two, Halloween. Okay. Uh, again, that movie, it straight up doesn't work without the score. No. It doesn't I mean, work. That iconic it's intro pe- of... It's people walking of, around. Yeah. Going, totally, Ben Tramer. <laughs> and then you get... No, we're talking the original, Original right? Halloween, yes. Okay, okay. You I get, just wanted to make sure. You do, you do a little... Uh, Donald Pleasance going, he's pure evil. <laughs> it's just my favorite. Yeah. Love it. Uh, the movie doesn't work without it. It's no. a lot of the same repetition. I think that works in its favor. Right. And it's quite simple. Well, honestly, let's be honest. Michael Myers has his intro music, just like Vader does. Mm-hmm. You know, you when you hear that music, you know, you know who it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, even F- Freddy or Jason. Yeah. Doesn't really have that. Maybe Freddy a bit more than Jason. A bit but, more, but not but not, not better than nearly Michael Myers. No, no, no. As iconic yeah. as that. Yeah, but there's no Halloween Will Smith rap song, Nightmare oh. on My Street. Oh God. Yeah, no. <laughs> Halloween on My Street. <laughs> See. Push that. I'm to just the need side. to defend a little Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare on Elm Street. That to the oh side. boy, I can't talk. Okay, but yes, <laughs> Halloween. I'm a huge John Carpenter fan. Yeah. I listen to his music just for fun, anyway. Let alone loving it in the movies. So, yes, Halloween had to be there. Yeah. I can see that. I absolutely can yep. see that, especially coming from you. Yes. So this is my list. All right. My number one. Do it. You may know already know what it is. I have a guess. Star Wars. Yeah, you you've made so many references. <laughs> I can only have so much John Williams. Yeah. I knew it was going to happen. Yes. I mean, how many times? I mean, I've seen it. For God's sakes, I've seen it on Big Bang Theory sure. and that Star Wars, that big, you know. Orchestra intro. The scary part where it goes, bang! Yes. <laughs> That's how you find out if uh, it's too late and the TV is too loud. You find right. out if your yeah. parents are going to yell at you. It's kind of like, th- like the THX intro. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, it's beyond iconic. And not just that piece, but every piece in that whole score. I mean, like I said, I can have John Williams all five. You could. I could, I mean, too. Yeah. I could, too. I mean, almost anyone could. I mean, one, he's done so many. Yes. And so many iconic movies. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones Jaws, made me want to be a musician. You know. So, yes. Yeah. The score to that. I used to yeah. have the soundtrack, and uh, yeah, that made me want to be, play drums. But just for the, for the, I mean, just one, I've been a Star Wars fan since I was three. Mm-hmm. You know, since the movie came out. Yes. But, uh, yeah, it just, it, it, head and shoulders, I think. I mean, every all of the ones we've talked about have been great. Yes, I just think that that one has been just it's legendary. Legendary. It's legendary. Yes. Uh, am I right in remembering that the studio wanted a disco score for this movie? Originally, yes. Yes. Oh yes. my god. And, and 
You know, oh, people, no. people bust Lucas for a lot of stuff. Yeah. But they need to praise him for That was his call. Yes. Yep. Praise him for saying hell no. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So all right. Let's hear your one. All right. It's not gonna be what you think. Okay. At all. Right. It's <laughs> I I don't have any John Williams on my list. Okay, I didn't pick Star Wars because I thought it's so obvious. Right, you know what I mean. And right. especially for me, it's so obvious. But the soundtrack that I listen to maybe more than any other soundtrack, I pull it up all the time. I own it on vinyl. It's very important to me. Uh, this is weird. The movie it follows. Okay. I, I know. You didn't expect to hear that. I That, that is uh, completely out of left. Actually, that's from the street behind left field. <laughs> I honestly, I it's so important to me, that score. It's sort of a little bit of a John Carpenter ripoff, but it with the music I make personally now, it's so influenced by that soundtrack. Like That soundtrack, it, it did things to me. Yeah. It did things to me. <laughs> All right. Maybe we it, shouldn't call the authorities. It touched me. <laughs> Uh, uh, there's nothing like it. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but I have that soundtrack for me is like, there's like, uh, and it connects with the Blade Runner. That it gotcha. has all that synth. It just taps into that love of the synth that I have. It is gorgeous. It's terrifying. The music is just as scary as the visual. That's really important for me. Yeah. But also just, it, it's all about the vibe, all about the vibe. The vibe I can is, see it. I just, I want my world to sound like that at all times, please. Mm. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> So I know that's a crazy choice, but I had to. Hey, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to All you. Right. Like I said, it's from the street behind left field. Right. But, oh, sidebar. You know, yes. you talk about having vinyl. I had an eight track. Did you? Of the Star of Wars the Star soundtrack. Wars? <laughs> and it was blue. You know, normally oh, yeah. they're just the white or yellow or gray. Mm-hmm. No, it was blue. To be like the blue milk? Yeah. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Yum. Now we know where it comes from. <laughs> God, no. Uh, but yeah, I know that's a crazy choice, but I had to. Hey. I had to. That's at, I mean, that's that's quite all right. That's your fit list. It's, it's done that's by a fella one. called Disaster Piece. Okay. Uh, he makes great music, and that is a, it's a real gem. So good. So my, my kind of, um, and I am completely at a loss. Oh, my honorable mentions. Sure. Holy hell in a hand mask. I had a few. Anyway, um, anything, <laughs> any other thing that's John Williams. Sure. And anything that's Danny Elfman. Of course. I had a hard His time. Batman score. I had a hard time not putting him on the Batman almost list. went onto this list. I, Batman is number six. Mm-hmm. The original Michael Keaton, Tim Burton, yep. Batman. Yep. That was my number six. Yeah, that's very cool. So, and I mean, so many iconic movies than Elfman does too sure. you know and, and you talked about on the soundtrack yep you know he did I, some work on the Army of Darkness soundtrack yes. one of my favorite movies of all time if of not course. my favorite movie of all time yeah you're a king of two things Jack and shit and Jack just left <laughs> Jack town. left town <laughs> I use that line still today it's perfect so, so those yes the, you got honor, any honorable mentions honorable mentions on? for me uh, the, I love well like I said all the Lord of the Rings and any Star Wars of course I just felt like they were too obvious anything John Williams right. Indiana Jones yeah Superman almost went on here yeah very important one for me uh, uh, that's another one of those iconic intros yeah. I mean you know John Williams seems to fall into those iconic intros quite a bit he he's a miracle worker I mean that's I I it will be a national travesty. When he passes away. It'll be a travesty? Travesty. Even though it's like definitely going to happen? It doesn't matter. Like we could have prevented this? Hey, 
There's robots. <laughs> hey, John Williams is forever. Exactly. All right. Put his brain in a robot. Won't be good. Okay. <laughs> that's pull that's, the old Walt Disney cryo freeze. Yes. Oh, yes. We'll bring you back sometime. It'll happen. All right. Well, that's our list of top films and scores and soundtracks and whatever. I don't know. It was fun. I really enjoyed doing that. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was fun looking back because I did a lot of, you know, not soul searching, but, uh, yes. but going through so many things that I love, movies. It and, sounds like you had to go for the classics. Like you had to. I had to. Yeah. I just, you know, it's one of those things that those things partially from youth and partially just watching stuff now. Sure. I mean, honorable mention, I could have done the Gladiator score. Sure. I mean, that's 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 that one of those had, yeah. had a lot of gravitas mm-hmm. to it. Um, you know, there's so many different ones. It was hard to go to five. Yeah. I mean, to really narrow it down. There's a few Bond scores I wanted to put oh, on yeah, here. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I didn't. Um, yeah, a few, a few of the ones that I wanted. You know, all eras. There's, you know, there's sure. like a soundtrack that I love on all eras of the. Yeah. Almost all. Mine kind of spanned pretty far. But yeah, that's man. Those are those are fun. Yeah. All right. I love doing those. Well. Uh, well, speaking of some other music, we kind of shared some music with each other. We did. So, uh, you shared. A tool song. A new tool song. Fear Inoculum. That yeah. I liked it. You like it? Sounds a lot like a lot of the other tool songs. It's tool. I mean it's yeah. It's definitely that tool Tool. Feel to, I mean, yeah. They're their own genre. Yeah. It's kinda of People one of those say things. that and people roll their eyes, but it's the I mean, how else are you gonna describe it? It yeah, sounds and, like and tool. that's the thing. And when I listen to the song, I'm like, what does it sound like? <laughs> what does it sound what what other song? And then I you know, I'm playing the in my head, the music from the song that I think it sounds like, and it was another Tool song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the only thing, and I know I'm supposed to get your reaction on this, but my, my number one feeling was it's good Tool, but it's it, they don't do anything different. It's In no. fact, it's like some of those parts are almost just straight up ripoffs of their own thing. Well, at least they're only ripping their own songs. Well, off. that's true. So. That's true. And I'm, it's not really a big complaint because... No, and it's it goes to their feel. I mean that's that's the tool feel of the music, yep. and I think that's and they and portrayed it just fine. I mean it was absolutely, you know, absolutely. you can't go, oh well, this isn't tool. Well, know? there's there's one or two things in the beginning where I was like when I first heard it, I was like, wait, what's this? There's these little um, claps, like electro claps in hmm. the beginning, and they were kind of mixed in there. But I heard them and I was like, that doesn't, that's weird. Would tool do this? I don't know. They've evolved a little bit. Yeah. You, if you listen to it again, you'll hear these little, it's like a little electro, like, clap sound. And I was like, I don't know if that really fits. It's almost but like a... Uh, it gets, it just, like it just goes away, though. kind of, it was like, you it, know. Well, th- there's like a, it's like a straight up, like, almost a Casio keyboard, like, like a, one of those, you know, 80s claps. Yeah, but it's okay. mixed back in. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah. it's not that important. But I heard that, and it, for the first minute or two, I was like, "Whoa, what's happening?" But by the end, it, right back in. By the end, it sounds like tool. tool yeah. so. Okay. And, and you had me listen to a song. I had you listen to um, something a little different, probably than you normally listen to. Not as much as you might think. Well, I mean, more than probably what you actually talked about. Sure. Normally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, Avi Kaplan. Yes. Used to be in the band Pentatonix. I found this out by reading the comments on the video. And um, it was called The Other Side. The Other Side. Not yeah. by Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, 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 no. Um, Which I like that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I like the video, too. A, uh, but uh, what do you no, think? So, it's good. I, I, my only complaint, really, is that... And, and it, I, it really explains, oh, he was from Pentatonix or whatever. It's too focused on the voice. 
I think if you mix him further into the music and bring that, that guitar is really beautiful and it's yeah. mixed so far back, it it almost sounds like it was going to be acapella and they said, well, let's put a little guitar. Well, I think, and he, he broke off from the band. Yeah. I think he didn't like the direction from a lot of things I've read. He didn't like the direction. and Well, clearly, he's doing something way different. Way different. And, and I like the vibe. And I like he's the originally from Tennessee. I mean, he's from Tennessee. I can hear that. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it's a lot of that bluesy mountain kind of music mm-hmm. in his voice and I, and I really like that yeah you it, hear that the song reminds me a lot of some stuff you hear on like The Walking Dead right exactly right and that would fit over the movie Logan yeah yes oh and and, and I like that kind of you know that's that's one of the genres that kind of the, and that bluesy mountain sure. type yeah um, Almost a Johnny Cash sort of yeah, more he, spiritual, more um, soulful. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I, I thought it was good. I liked it. Um, it it kind of crosses over with some of the things that I do listen to. A lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. I just wish it had been more focused on the whole piece as a whole and look not at, just the vocals. Look, go back and look at some of his other songs. I did. Yeah, and some of them had more music. I was going to say, but it's a lot. It's a lot of like stomps and snaps and. And I think he's, lot. I think he's finding his way because this is really his first, right? Well, and it, first thing on his and own. Look, so. I don't, I don't need to tell him what to do because he's a, he's a vocalist. And it's has all about so the much vocals. range. It's all about that. Why yeah. would you cover that up? I get it, but for me to enjoy it more, it would need to be mixed into the music and more influence or more influence, more um, uh, driven. Well, no, I. What's the word I want? More focus on the music, right? So I want it to be one piece as a whole, other than well, he's it's mainly a vocal track, and then there's the some music kind of backing. fades in and out of it. Yeah. yeah so, but I, I liked it. It was good. I liked the, the vibe of it. Um, I don't listen to a lot of like, obviously, like it sounds very American to me. That if that makes sense, it had a it it really had that kind of Johnny Cash hurt. Yes, that's what feel I'm saying. To it. I don't listen to it really anything like that. So, but for me, it fits. I liked it. It was oh, good. good. Yeah, thumbs up. Good. A little something different. Yeah, I dig it. So. Yeah. All right. So, what else we want to get into today? Well, there was something else that we were very excited about, and uh, you've probably seen these things on Facebook. All I'm, I'm the sure time you have, especially uh, recently. I don't know why. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's these images where you see like eight or ten heroes or movie characters, and it's like pick two, the other eight will defend you. The other, or the, no, sorry, pick two, the other eight will try to kill you. They won't defend yeah. you. Pick two to save you. Um, and they, they do these with horror characters and with action movies and with superheroes mainly. And uh, people will argue and argue about what's what and why's why. Right. And, uh, I and it's all it, personal preference. Yeah. I thought it would be fun to do a couple of these. So we made some lists. We did make some lists. We each made two. Uh, yeah, we made two. We shared one. We shared one. With each other. Although I didn't go too deep on yours, so. No, no, no. And I, I, I'm going in this fresh. You know, even the characters I picked... I just kind of went as... So there's not a right answer. There's there's no wrong or right answer. And like I said, I didn't put much time into thinking about this. Because I want to go this completely just off the cuff. Sure. So I did a little bit um, zanier. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Because mine, it's funny because mine, I all went with like street level. Let's even it out a little bit. Both of my lists are no one with powers really... uh, just characters from movies or comics or whatever that are right. street level, you know, uh, normal people who could where the the competition would actually be interesting, basically. Well, and and the one, <laughs> my uh, my one list will mm. be quite interesting. All right, to hear your your uh, tune and offend you and uh, okay, 
I want the, I want this one to go viral. Okay. Because this would oh, be boy. hilarious okay. for we'll the see. comments. We'll see. All right. So who wants to go first? I mean, I guess I can go first. Okay. Which one? All right. We, are we going to do the one we shared first? Yeah, we might as well. Okay. So your, your comedy one, right? My comedy one. Okay. My list is Jake Peralta from Brooklyn 911. Mm-hmm. Barney Fife. Wait, Brooklyn 99, you mean? Or, oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> sorry. Brooklyn 99. Uh, Barney Fife from The Andy Griffin Show. Yep. Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. Yep. Uh, Dwight Schultz from The Office. Shroot. Shroot. Why did I... I'm looking at it, and I know the name. Holy hell in a handbasket. Al Borland from Home Improvement. Ben Chang from Community. Mm-hmm. Ren from The 70s Show. Yes. Steve Urkel from Family Matters. <laughs> Al Bundy from Married with Children. Newman <laughs> from Seinfeld. Maxwell Smart from Get Smart. Oh, classic. And Sheldon Cooper from Big Bang. Yep. You gotta pick two. Gotta pick two. To protect you. And the rest are trying to kill you. Now, this is pretty great. (laughs) This is pretty great. There's varying levels of ineptitude and badassery on this list. Uh, I think there's some pretty obvious choices, but there's also some interesting wrinkles in there i know boy yeah i I hadn't really thought about you sent me this previously and i hadn't really thought about it uh i think there are a few that i can eliminate right away who i would not i think this would be the greatest list the greatest list to have comments on sure whatsoever right so uh i I think right away i'm not picking newman (laughs) right away Um, just for the annoyance factor alone I'm not picking. What's the guy? Is it community that he's from? Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not picking that guy. Um, <laughs> I don't think I would pick Bundy. But now here's I. I really like Al. Yeah. Um, wait, is it Al? Right, Al from Borland. Home Improvement. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I was thinking Wes Borland <laughs> from Limp Bizkit. Wrong one. Uh, I really, really like Al. Uh-huh. He's got the he's got the tools, right? Like he could use like a chainsaw or something, and like right, right. But he's so nice. Yeah, he's such a nice guy. But I think when it comes down to it, he could probably get some business done, even if that business I think is murder. Snapped, you, know, you know, yeah. <laughs> so I think he's a really good choice. Like he's a handyman. He could get things done, right? And he usually does. He usually you know fixes the thing in the show or yeah, whatever. Yeah. He's the one that actually does it. When right. something malfunctions for Tim Allen. He always fixes it. I almost put Tim on here instead of Al. Yeah, he would be more. I, of a I was funny. close. Yeah, I think Al is a is a great choice. I'm not prepared to say for sure on him <laughs> yet. But another, I think, good choice is Ron Swanson because he's a real guys guy and yes, he, he he's a real manly man. He's a woodman. He's yeah knows how to knows how to wood, do the woodwork. He gets a lot done, so I think he's a good choice. Uh, Dwight Schrute, he's easily foiled. He's easily he's easily. Uh, but, but you know what? In, in, in case of emergency, Dwight would be the first one to run into something. Yes, that's true. And he would be great cannon fodder for yes. whoever you picked as your real number one guy. Right, 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 right. Uh, also, Red is a great choice. He'll, you know, <laughs> just hurt everyone. It'd kick somebody's ass. Yes, uh, verbally and physically, <laughs> if you need that. He'll belittle most of them, and they'll just quit. They'll just, yeah, exactly right. Okay. Um. 
uh, Andy Andy Samberg. Yeah, he's again kind of dumb, but he gets the job done. Right, uh, and he's a cop. And he's a I cop. Mean, yeah, yeah. He he. And you see, you know, in the show, he he will do cool things and get right. the job done. Right, but, right. but the, for the most part, he's really stupid. Yeah. But that that may be his way to victory. He'll he'll luck into it, you know? Exactly. And luck is like important. Like he does most of his stuff. In something like this, you know, right. luck is quite important. Sheldon, uh, you know, he's a, he's a genius. He could figure out something. But it seems like often in the show, for a genius, he does some stupid things. Right. And that, that concerns me. <laughs> he's not physically imposing. He would have to come up with some, I don't know, make a flamethrower. or a, Sheldon Cooper, super genius. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know if I would pick Sheldon. Okay. Uh, same thing with Steve Urkel. He he gets the job done sometimes, and he has that like. Um, doesn't he have like a thing where he transforms into a better Stefano, Stefan, yes. or whatever it is? Because he's a genius inventor too. Yeah, ever watched it? If, yeah. If I could get that version of him, sure. But if it's like <laughs> if like it's if it's a situation where it's like Banner can't get the Hulk to come out, yeah, that would be bad, and we'd be stuck. Uh, I don't know. I I think maybe I've made a decision. Okay. Oh, I haven't talked about Maxwell Smart. He's or, great. You've actually forgotten too. Oh, who, who else did I forget? Barney. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, Maxwell Smart. Uh, he's he's great, and another one of those where you could probably luck into a victory, right. you know. And he would just say something funny. And he does have some gadgets. Yes, they don't always work, but he's got some gadgets. Yes. Uh, but no, I, I I think I think I've made a decision. Okay. I'm picking two, right? Yep, pick two. I think I pick Al okay. to defend me. He could he could Al fort- yes from home improvement right he could fortify the area right he he has access to many tools and weapons right he could get the thing done he's probably pretty physically he's in shape he's he he works every day I, okay he's not in <laughs> shape but he 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 knows how to swing a hammer right, man right 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 he he could take care of business I think probably in a fist fight versus any of these other guys he's got a good chance he's got a real good chance okay um he's got the know how. Yep. He could fix stuff. He probably knows about first aid. Right, right, right. Um, so I think I would probably pick him as my main defender. Gotcha. And probably Barney as a distraction. <laughs> he'd walk out. He'd walk out in front of him. Shoot himself. He'd say, now listen, point. you can't be out here. you got to go back. <laughs> at you. And he'd, he'd whatever. He'd do something or yeah. And then at the end, when it's all over and Al's covered in blood and breathing heavily and, you know, wiping <laughs> brains chainsaw, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Barney's puffing his chest out and got his pants pulled up real high like yep yep guess i about sorted it out yeah that was more bill clinton than anything yeah, I was gonna say. uh but yeah, i think barney would take credit but al would do all the heavy lifting well, and yeah. we would we would be safe we would live through that night gotcha uh so yeah that is my official pick it's barney and al barney and al okay yeah uh, a lot of the stuff you said with all the other ones um you know i this is a fun list yes. i mean just flat out fun list the possibilities are endless, endless. that's right endless. tim <laughs> I was going to double threat on mine. Okay. Okay. One we if had I was the same. smart, sure. One we had the same, Al Borland. Yes. He's, my, he seems like an obvious choice just, to me. Just an obvious choice. Yeah. My second one would be Ron Swanson. Yes. I think them together would be magnificent. I mean, the, they would be the dynamic duo of the tool guys. Sure. Because Ron knows a little bit about everything. Mm-hmm. He knows how to survive in the wilderness. Sure. He knows politics. He. That's true. That's true. He can build a table like nobody's business. <laughs> That's true. That's he would so, be a great choice, and I think a lot of people would pick him. Yeah, and he's a giant ass. Yes. So he can he can he can whoop some ass. All he's got to do is you know fluff up that mustache and roll up those sleeves, and he'll take you to the woodshed. He's got it, and he'll tell you that too. Yes. So 
my official two picks, um, definitely Ron and, and Al Borland. Okay. So. I mean, that seems like a more realistic choice, <laughs> but I, I love me some Barney, and I, uh, I well, got to represent You know what? Mayberry. And Dwight, that, I mean, I almost picked Dwight from the one I told you. Yeah. He'd just be good cannon fodder. Yeah. You know, That's kind of what Barney is, to, yeah. He'd be able to take three or four of them out. You know, he, yeah. he'd take out Urkel and, and probably Whaley Sheldon in the head. But, oh, yeah. You know, like a couple of the other guys, like Jake and, and all, would, would, would take him out. Yeah, if Jake showed up to the right address. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> But, uh, you know, those, those were my picks. That is a very fun list. And the visual and that in my head is just beyond I, hysterical. I, if, if we could ever get fan art, I'd love to see a victorious <laughs> owl covered in blood uh, with when the bodies. Belt, yeah. His flannel is tool belt and chainsaw. With the bodies of his enemies on the ground and Barney kind of just, you know, taking credit. That would be fun. Uh, yeah, that's a fantastic list. I'm glad you went that direction. <laughs> my list is I don't want to say boring, but mine's a more obvious. Mine's one of the ones like you'd see on Facebook. Okay. So the one I sent you is uh, superheroes. Now for mine, I went with these street level, and I went with Marvel and DC. And these are more street level. They don't really have any powers, really. Um, they're more, you know, human. Right. And so I think why I did that was I thought it would even it out, even out the competition, and it would be more interesting. The battle would be a lot more interesting. Okay. Uh, and there's there's maybe more than one right answer. Okay. All right. Well, you sent me the list. Yes. Uh, I'll go through the list, and then I'll kind of, kind of, um, which is actually a pretty good list. It's like all it? kind of street level. Um, Daredevil. Yep. Uh, Nightwing. Green Arrow. Batwoman. Punisher. Black Widow. Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. Now I've got a question on this last one. Okay. Bucky Barnes. Yes. Is this pre or post Winter Soldier? What do you think fits better? <sighs> Honestly, with the other ones, I don't know how big of a difference it makes. <sighs> I, I would say let him have the metal arm. Okay. Let him let him be Bucky Barnes, like from the movies. He's okay. still just a dude. He can get shot and die. Right, right, right. He can block bullets. That's yeah. an advantage he can have, though. I'm okay with that. Okay. He's not a super... I mean, he's a superhero, but he's not a superhuman. Right, right, right. Um, just a little bit of enhancement. So yes, it's not, I'm okay it's with not that. too much. Um, all these are good. Yeah. I mean, all these... Um, Shang-Chi... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to, you know, it's honestly hard to separate these guys. Yeah. I mean, you know, some have other skills. Master of martial arts. Sure. Um, you know, can focus his chi on, on things. I think he can, at times, be mentally distracted. You can distract him. Yeah. And would lessen himself. Sure. So, he would be off my list. Daredevil. I crank up, you know, uh, Dragon Forge and and <laughs> and, and, and definitely, you know. Oh right, right, right. right. Or throw some tech, you know, high high pitch techno music. Right. And, and so you think he can be defeated? Yeah, he can be defeated. Yes. So on that, um, Batwoman. I think, yeah, she's got a lot of. Well, she's uh, got gadgets. She's got gadgets. She's but got a, smarts. But you know what? A couple on here. I, I think are are on as par with yeah, her. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think a lot, some of these have had more experience. 
Frank so, Castle. So, I mean, I would kind of, yeah. <laughs> I, I would kind of knock her down a little bit on my board. Uh, Black Widow. She's awesome. got the intelligence. She's got the intelligence. She's got the, you know, she can get it into somewhere sometimes. Um, but she has been proven to be vulnerable sure. at times, more than more than some of the other ones. Uh, Bucky Barnes, even with his arm and that, he's not, he's a good fighter. Yeah. He's not a great fighter. Not not that top tier. Right. You know, and that plus one. Plus one. Plus one. Um Green Arrow. It's proven before. Yeah, he's got the gadgets on the arrows. I yep. mean, come on, who doesn't want to shoot a punching or a uh, boxing glove arrow at somebody? <laughs> but uh, another one, he can be easily manipulated and distracted, uh, lose his cool, yeah, and, and be able to be taken advantage of. So I'm gonna go with my top two. All right. Punisher, yes, for obvious reasons. Yep, he just brings the goods. I mean, he brings the firepower. Yeah. He's not afraid to, you know. He's not messing around. He, you know, one of these guys go to sleep. He'll take them out in their sleep. He's doing real murders. He, he he's, <laughs> he's got no problem of taking somebody out in front of their loved ones. Right. Um, <laughs> and like I said, he brings the firepower. Yes. And, and then I'm gonna go with Nightwing. Really? I mean, honestly, he's Batman light. He's That's got true. he's got just as many gadgets at his disposal as Batwoman would. He's a better fighter than Batwoman is. Let me ask you a question though. Okay. Would he object to Frank Castle murdering people and try to stop Frank? I don't think so. No. Because he's been pushed to that point. That's true. I mean, if you remember, he said some... F Batman. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if he's been pushed to that point, if you remember. Um, in one of the the comic book, well, Dark Knight. Yeah. He ends up, you know, completely sliding over. That's true. And becoming, you know, a quote unquote Joker. Yep. That's true. So. All right. You think so? You think it's possible from him that he would be fine with all the murder from Frank? I think if the situation, you know, that all these other people are going to kill me. Yeah. I think he can learn to live with it. Okay. So. Fair enough. So. All okay. right, what's your list? Black Widow and Punisher. Okay. I think they're the perfect team. She's got the espionage. She's right. got the She's got so much experience. Uh, I think they're such a good choice. They can handle it. She would not mind the murder. No, it that's true. It wouldn't that's be. True. She would take part. It wouldn't be a problem for her. She, she does what she has to do. Right. She does missions like this all the time. Uh, she would... She would probably get along pretty well with Frank. Right. There might even be some romance. Yeah, I doubt that. <laughs> it would be a brief flame. I mean, come on, look at her, look at her other exes. She went and Frank wouldn't be in the <laughs> in the picture. You don't know. No. Um, but yeah, I think that's a really crazy duo. Yeah. I think that could, would be an interesting. If we're talking see. just lethal force, I don't know if there's a better combo on the list. Mm. To be honest. Well, apparently, I beg to differ. Well, all right. That's why we're doing this. That's why we're doing that this. That is why we're doing this. Okay, yeah. I, I, I think that's fun. Uh, again, that one's more of a just a common hero one, but I oh, think yeah. we should do those because we talk about comics a lot. Oh, yeah. So now we have another list. We have another list. We haven't shown each other this one. No. And you want to go first or me go first? Hey, do you want to, do you want to see? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what I decided to do okay. was I, I was going to do a horror list. Okay. And I did that. But instead of 
doing the common. I got Freddy. I got Jason. I got right, right. Uh, everybody, Michael Myers. Uh, I decided to do something a little different. Okay. And uh, instead of me telling you, I'm just gonna show you. Okay. If I can find the image that I downloaded <laughs> on my tablet. Why did I bother bringing this if it's not going to work? We'll get it figured Delay out. Delay of game. That's okay. I got, I got it. It's right here. Okay. All right. Here you go. All right. Let's see this list. Nice. I went with horror heroes. Horror heroes. Wow. So, on this list, I'll read the list while you look it over. Okay. On this list, we have Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. Ash Williams from Evil Dead. Okay. Ripley from Aliens. Okay. Laurie Strode from Halloween. Right. Um, Sarah Connor. Right. Tommy Jarvis from uh, Friday the 13th. Right. The Warrens from The Conjuring Films. Gotcha. George Nada from They Live. Yes. That's Roddy Piper. Uh, R.J. McCready from The Thing. Yes. That's uh, so good. Uh, Peter, who's Ken Foray from Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Moses from Attack the Block. Mmm. Wow. So... Now, a, a couple things on this list. Okay. You can pick any version that you want. Okay. So, like, older Laurie Strode, who knows how to handle Michael, who's had right. all the training or whatever. Older right. Sarah Connor, who is, like, in the new movie, it looks like she's just so badass and she's had so much experience. Gotcha. That you can pick that one if you'd like to. Okay. So, you have to pick two. And I, I know it's a, it's an odd number, but I did that because the Warrens count as two. Right, right, right. So, if you pick them, great, you get a third person. But if you don't pick them... There's an extra person trying to kill you. Gotcha. So. Okay. There's a lot to digest there. There it's is a, big a list. lot to digest. Uh, there's lots to worry about. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I'm going to take out the Warrens. Okay. I know that they're a supernatural expertise. What if they throw a cursed object at you? you know what if what? you come home and there's an Annabelle doll in your house? They can control these things. Well. You're not thinking about the whole I picture don't, here. Well, yeah. But you know what? You have other guys that have had mm-hmm. That's experience true. with. All right, tell me, tell me your and story. W- okay, and one of my guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick him right off the bat. Okay, you may know who I'm gonna pick. Ash. You have to pick Ash. You have to pick Ash. He's got. I mean, just from the one-liners. I yeah. mean, alone. Yeah. But I mean, you know, boomstick and chainsaw in hand. Yes. Dealt with cursed objects. Dealt with demons. Dealt with, you know, but, but, ugly but. women. There's some butts. There is some butts. He has a very bad track record with his allies dying. Right. He's not good at keeping people alive. Well, and, and kind of that's why I would go with the second pick, which you may not, because let's be honest, other than maybe Sarah Connors, nobody else has really had a good track record with keeping their allies alive. Okay. Other than Buffy. Yes. Yes. Av- the, probably the one of the weirdest combinations. That is a strange combination. On here. But Ash and Buffy would be my, my two. That would be a show I would watch for years and years. <laughs> and and years, years and years. Yeah. Uh, the conversations and, and quips alone would be oh well worth God. it. Imagine yeah. that being written by Joss Whedon. Oh, that'd be good. Love it. Love it. You know, like I said, you know, Ripley... Everybody else but her or Newt dies. Yes, that's <laughs> I true. I mean, everybody. Yes. You know, uh, Rowdy, he's, hey, out for, he's looking out for number one, baby. He can have a brawl in a parking lot for 20 minutes, though. he would be fine. That's true. <laughs> but he's looking out for number one. My ass is secondary. Okay. Um, and really, 
I mean, if you look at everybody else, all their all their companions pretty much kicked the bucket. Yep. So. But do you think Buffy has the? Do you think Buffy can stand up against like a Sarah Connor who's just going to come in and blast her with a gun? Well, that's why I have Ash with his boomstick. There you go. Okay. All right. All right. You, so you thought about that? Okay. I thought about that. Yeah. All right. And that's why I paired that. A lot of the paranormal stuff, you know, like the the demons and that kind of stuff. You know, anybody can kind of throw out there. Buffy's got. Right. What if Peter somehow has some zombie? Uh, I don't know, a vial of zombie fire that makes you into a zombie. How do you defend against that? Buffy would have a way. Buffy would no, have no, a way. Yeah. She'd I mean, go talk to Giles. She can, yeah. She's got that link, you know. Oh, yeah. Hook up. What do I got? You know, she's got a werewolf companion, a witch companion. Sure. You know. Okay. So, those are my two. Those are your two. All right. What, let's hear what's yours, too. Oh, boy. It, it, this is pretty fun, isn't it? Um, I, I think I have to pick Ash. Oh, yeah. Ash is like a number one top tier. Yeah, it's almost a given. He gets the job done. But between him, and, and I like that he does have the uh, experience dealing with the supernatural. So, like, I think that pretty much covers it. Like, if the Warrens tried to hex me or something, he could probably figure it out. Uh, but I think I'm going to go uh, with my gut. And that's uh, R.J. McCready from The Thing. Okay. He uh, he's a real badass. He's my honorable mention. Yeah, he. I think him and Ash together would get the job done. Right. They might not get along. It might it might be messy. It might be real messy. And look, RJ's track record of keeping people alive <laughs> also not good. But he's willing to do what it takes. Right. And I think that is what makes him the perfect choice to go with Ash. Gotcha. To get things. Yeah, done. it's a great choice. He would. Great he, choice. he would flamethrower Buffy so fast. Oh yeah. He wouldn't even think about it. <laughs> it's just his thing yeah so yeah i think that's uh i think that's our pick i that's funny and I, it's funny how differently those can go oh i know and you could also argue 11 other ways oh absolutely that's interesting. i mean any other any other combination probably would would have some justification of working sure. so but those are ours those are those ours. are our picks those are our picks yeah all right those are super fun i that was really fun. We got one more. Oh yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I'm I'm loving. Oh, it. I know. I love these. I would, like I said, we're gonna. Put, I think we're gonna put these up. We'll, yeah, on our we'll social medias. Yeah. So anybody listening, join go in, to the please. join in, and we want to hear your comments. Pick your guys. Give us reasons why. Sure. And uh, we'll have some fun back and forth with it. All right. All right. I sent you the picture. The last one. Last one. I haven't looked at this at all. You have not looked at this at all. And I'll I'll go ahead and you, you got the picture. I got the picture. I got it pulled up. All right. I went with Action Heroes. Action Heroes. You want to read the list? Uh, I will read the list. Okay. No Chuck Norris, because we know Chuck Norris wins all. (laughs) All right. And a lot of these were kind of ground-level Action Heroes. Nobody too over over the top, you know. So no Sylvester Stallone. Well. Over the top. Never mind. Exactly. I got it. I got it. (laughs) Some people who have never seen that movie will have no idea what you're talking about. All right, well, those aren't the people I want listening. Okay, Jack Reacher. And you can either go the book Jack Reacher or the movie. I would go book. I would go book, too. You know. Uh, John McClane Mm -hmm. from Die Hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, Frank Martin. Uh, James Bond. Yep. Xander Cage from Triple X. Is Frank Martin, is that the transporter? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Frank Martin from the transporter. All right. 
Uh, Xander Cage from Triple X. Yep. Uh, Martin Riggs from Lethal Weapon. Yep. Jack Bauer from 24. Yep. Jason Bourne and Brian Mills. All right, from Taken. From Taken. A particular set of skills. <laughs> um, this is a fun list. I also like this list. I think right away I eliminate Mel Gibson. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine, but he wouldn't be my he wouldn't be my dude. Uh, I think I eliminate Jason Statham right away from the transporter. But hey, he's good. He he's good. He's got the skills and he's got the car. He's got the car. But like for example, Xander Cage could get any car. He could get me out of there on a skateboard. Yeah, well, that's true. You know true. what I'm saying? He could. He he's got that figured out. Which I want to see and it that w- a video would go viral. <laughs> I- yeah. So him, him holding you like an infant yeah. on a skateboard, which be, would be hysterical. Yeah. So I really like I really like Jack Bauer. Okay. I really like John McClane. Mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty great duo. Of course, James Bond for me. Right. His track record isn't amazing. People often die. Yes. Uh, his his helping his helper characters and his his ally characters, I should say, right. and his love interest often will die. So that's a concern. Right. Uh, Jason Bourne, he's like a robot, you know, <laughs> he gets it done. Uh, but he also has a problem with... He's got lots of problems. Allies. Well, yes. I mean, other than, you know, the chemical imbalance. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. You know, his, a lot of his allies kick the bucket, super you know, fast. super yes. fast. Uh, I like Jack Reacher a lot. Mm-hmm. I just, he's not... I don't know. He's just not that fun for me. The right. movie's fine and everything, but the book version's better. And oh, I, way I don't know. better. I think if I want to have fun and survive, okay. I think my choice is made. All right. I think it's I think it's old Kiefer Sutherland or Bruce Willis. There you go. I think we're talking Jack Bauer That's a good one. and John McClane. That's a we real can have good some yuppie kiyas and we can have some <laughs> we can do it all in twenty four hours. There you go. This one was a hard one for me. Yeah. I mean I kinda looked over it, but I really didn't make any decision. And listening to your reasoning, you know, I didn't talk about Liam Neeson. Who you didn't he, talk about Liam he, Neeson? He, he he does what it takes, and you know, again, like you said, get a car. He could steal a car, no he problem. Has a particular set uh, of yes. skills. Uh, I, he and he has a lot of knowledge. Right. He might be difficult to go against. Right. But these other guys got the firepower and the skills and the survival instincts. Right. I think I went with more brute right. on this one. Right. 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 Um, my two picks, and, and you may not even think that I would pick these guys. Okay. Brian Mills. Okay. Because he has such a history. Yes, he does. And he has done very well yes. in keeping his... Across several his films. People, yes. <laughs> a TV show. He has a track record of keeping people alive. And Xander Cage. Yes. Yes. Just because... I mean, just for the sheer... You know, you can stick him half naked on an island... And he'll figure out some damn way to create a parasail sure. that'll get his ass all the way to London. You know, I mean... <laughs> sea turtles, mate. Exactly. Uh, yes, that would be... I didn't have Captain Jack on here. Well, that's okay. Different Jacks. He would stab me in the back. Right. <laughs> that's a good... That's also a great choice. And I think you could argue that that would be more effective than mine. <laughs> or at least it would look prettier than mine. Well, uh, I don't know if it looked prettier. I went with the gritty... Right. You know. I do like the Jack Bauer one. I think that combination of those two together is pretty potent. So, I don't know. I'm pretty happy with my choice. I don't think I'm going to change. I like mine, too. I don't think I'm going to change You cannot change my mind. (laughs) It won't be changed. It's not a change your mind segment? No. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 
So all right, I think that uh, I think that is a I, maybe we should do more of these in the future. Maybe not every time, but wow, these are fun. Right. Oh yeah, I love doing these. And, uh, and like I said, and the best part is getting people's reactions. I'd like to. I hear mean, getting our reaction. What you but, think? Yeah, if you're gonna do your own, and we'd like to hear it, or if you want to send us some to try on air, we'll yeah, do it. we'll absolutely do yeah. it. Yeah. So, uh, do we have anything else? I don't have anything else closing. I don't have anything else other than I want to on air invite you to my house to come watch a movie called Race with the Devil sometime. Gotcha. I have a friend that got it, and we're going to watch it. And awesome. I would like you. Have you ever seen it? I have never seen You're it. You're going to come enjoy it, and we'll okay. talk about it on on the podcast. Oh, you know, we didn't talk. about oh, We're going to talk about that too. Yes. Another movie aside, uh, we did our poll, and the Wasp Woman took it away with uh, more votes and everything else. Yep. So we're going to watch the Wasp Woman and do a review of that. Okay. And this is our B movie review. It might. No it, pun intended. Right. <laughs> I know there are bees in the movie, even though yes. it's a wasp woman. Exactly. Um, I haven't seen it since I was a child. It scared me. It's to been death. forever and a day so since I've seen it. It really, really, really did scare me. We were on vacation in a hotel room, and I saw it on the TV, and it. I remember one shot of her like walking towards the camera as the wasp woman, and I was just like, no, I could not sleep. It was terrifying. Uh, so that will be what we watch. Uh, maybe, probably for next time, if we can, although I've got a busy couple weeks, so we'll yeah. see what we can do. Yeah, you're going to be gone for um, a little bit. So we'll do what we can, but if uh, maybe we can do a double feature. That would be awesome. The Wasp yeah, we'll, Woman we'll, with we'll, Race with the Devil, which is yeah. an awesome 70s uh, Satanic Panic type movie. <laughs> You'll love it. It's really fun. And, I uh, love yeah. those type of movies. They're hilarious. Yeah. So, I mean, scary and hilarious all at the same time. Scarlarious. Scarlarious. So listen, if you need to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter, at Geeks Sinks. We're on Facebook, Nerds Geeks in the Kitchen Sink. And we got us a little email. That's the most direct way. I mean, anyways, fine. Whatever you can do. But nerdsgeeksinks at gmail.com. Any of those will do. If you want to, got a question for us, we'll read it on the on the air if you want, or we'll answer your questions. We'll whatever you whatever you want us to do. Let us know. Get a hold of us. Yep. And Give us uh, a little chat. Uh, we definitely want to hear your guys's uh, takes on our. Uh, Who's going to save you? Who's going to kill you? And our our list of uh, soundtracks too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So that wraps it up for me. I think that wraps it up for me too. Until next time, same bat time, same bat channel. Goodbye forever. All right, we'll see you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.